right, welcome to the ESBC podcast, where the purpose of the podcast is always to make me money. I say that because we are candid. There's no BS. Uh, we have relationships with people in the sport, but we're not kissing their ass. And we're the type of people that hates ass kissing. So whoever we have relationships with, uh, where we know we're not kissing their ass because this is about money. This is about picking games over 52.5%. You always want to be between 70 to 80% so you can make that compound interest between that. So we don't believe in Easter Bunny. We don't believe in Santa Claus. It's about uh, being as close to the truth as possible, right? Uh, I was just watching the uh, prequel to The Sopranos, right? And Tony wants to get as close to the truth as possible and be able to make sense of things, right? So we use decision science. You identify the problem. For us, the problem is picking games between consistently between 52.5% and 70%, 80%. Every single podcast is a business meeting with a purpose and an outcome. We'll outline the, the outcome. Uh, the purpose and the outcome has been we're up like forty thousand dollars between uh nfl and college betting a thousand dollars a game right that's the bottom line and also instead of just giving you fishes right to satisfy our survival guilt uh and i guess uh tony has a little bit of survival guilt if you watch that movie uh we just don't give you fishes. We teach you how to fish. Uh, we do our best against wealth and quality, and we give you business and financial concepts. So the same way you evaluate a stock, same way you evaluate a business to invest, any investment, you use decision science, you use probability theory, you use math, you use probability theory. The highest level of probability theory is 80%. So there's no such thing as a lock and the highest you can get is about 80 percent consistently all right so close to 70 percent college and we're 62 percent nfl but because we're over 52.5 percent we're making very good profit they were very lucky fortunate and good to get so let's get into the games uh, one thing we do on the pro podcast every Tuesday, we go over every game we got wrong, right? Because most betting podcasts don't tell you the whys, the methodologies, the underlying paperwork, right? Underlying evidence. We give you all your underlying evidence in the Hawthorne effect. Whatever you're tracking, you measure, you improve its performance by 10 to 20%. So we'll talk about a fresh game I blew uh, tonight. So on Tuesdays, we go over every game. We give you that podcast. Uh, Chad Nolan has been helping us out on the podcast this year. Says that's his favorite, right? Because you learn your unconscious and conscious biases and flaws in your decision-making process and your perception. And you, and you really kind of sharpen the sword in a Stephen Covey type of way. But it's a proven... Um, business, management, maxim, it's something that works, right? 
where we track you measure, you improve its performance by 10 to 20%. So tonight, a fresh game that I blew, um, I can struggle with whether I should have gotten right or not. I overestimated Maryland and I underestimated Iowa. Iowa, you got two types of teams in college football. You have developmental teams and you have blue bloods. And even the top blue bloods like Alabama, they're great at developing players. Iowa's great at developing players, but they're all young. And Maryland was on a roll. And Maryland has really good coaches. I respect a lot Danny Enos, who won a title in the MAC at Central Michigan. Great coach. He's the offensive coordinator of Michigan. Ron Zook won a Super Bowl special teams coach for Green Bay. Uh, I thought they would have a better showing tonight. They got blown out in the game stayed over. So I thought it was going to be a battle that Maryland might cover and keep the game under. Completely wrong. But so uh, waiting on Utah State. So if Utah State's game finishes where it's at, we'll be at 55 wins and 26 losses, which is excellent. Especially when you think that 80% uh, of betters are around 20%. So this is uh, professional sports betting that we're teaching you and also teaching you uh, how to invest and how to uh, make business decisions. Because with poor middle class, um, sometimes you have to make decisions without having all of the information. But you still have to make money, you still have to feed your family, you still have to pay the mortgage. So a lot of these games, you get as much information as possible. Top 10 rule of betting. Um, I'll post a link to that article. I haven't quite finished, but it almost is. I'll post a link to it anyways. And I'll continue to work on it. Number two rule of betting is always do your research. So you do as much research as possible. It's common sense. But common sense is not so common, right? You get as much information as possible before you make a decision, all right? So first game we're going to look at is Louisiana Monroe at Coastal Carolina. Now, Coastal Carolina has become a public team because for the last few years, they've pretty much covered every game out of nowhere. They've made us a lot of money. But tomorrow, they're playing Louisiana Monroe. Offensive coordinator of Louisiana Monroe is Rich Rodriguez. Even though Monroe's back to their second quarterback, they've gotten a lot of talent through the transfer portal. Uh, head coach is... Tom, not Tommy Bowden, but uh, one of the Bowden kids, Terry Bowden. Terry Bowden is the head coach there. Got a lot of kids in the transfer portal. I figured they're going to fight a little bit. And uh, Coastal Carolina is a very efficient team. It's almost like in finance, right? Because uh, the guy that created the Coastal Carolina program is a billionaire from Ameritrade. He founded Ameritrade, made a billion dollars. Well, made more than a billion dollars. But he uh, invested the billion dollars in the Coastal Carolina University program, got him up there to Division One during the Sun Belt. But they're very efficient. They really don't try to blow anybody out. They just they just are as efficient from a business standpoint as possible. So 
I noticed that and I knew that once this team became a little bit public, you would start getting uh, the covers because for the most part, what people do is put the overs and the favorites. So uh, you, that creates a market inefficiency, an oversold stock, if you will, and an inflated line. So plus 36 points, Louisiana Monroe is too high. Now, for my whole life, so I was born on the West Coast. I lived in the East Coast. Uh, you know, 20 years in Florida, two years in Boston, two years in New York. Then I went to Austin, Texas, and then back here in California. That whole time I followed the Pac-12. So I'm going to give you a lot of Pac-12 games because I naturally followed that league, right? And uh, I've had Unfortunately, looking good to be in the high 70s up to the 80s, predicting Pac-12 basketball, Pac-12 football. That Washington State Cal definitely going under the 52. And let me make sure the side I bet on that. I know I bet Cal, but I want to give you a specific number. So Cal minus seven. So Cal minus seven under 50. Two. Now, the LA Times came out and said that uh, UCLA was going to blow out Stanford. Stanford is a good team. It's well coached. Uh, David Shaw is one of the greatest coaches in college football. He's done more with less there. He's suited for that program. And um, uh, he'll keep the skin close. I think uh, UCLA, right, this is their hot year. This is a year they have to do well. So they're going to win games like this. But they're not necessarily going to cover the spread, especially against Stanford. And Stanford has to recruit well in Southern California. They already beat USC. So beating UCLA would be gravy, but they're not going to beat UCLA. But I see this as a back-and-forth game. Uh, the series between these two guys recently has been really back-and-forth. Both offensive guys trying to do a, not outdo each other. So watch this game go over the uh, 57 points. And that's actually last week's game. My bad. Stanford is plus eight against Oregon. This is a grudge match. It's going to be under 57. My bad on that. I had UCLA on my mind. They're actually playing uh, Arizona State. So you got uh, UCLA against Oregon State. I guess uh, Arizona State. So let's go back to Stanford. We measured David Shaw. That's interesting because he can get in a battle on different types of games. So last week it was UCLA, back and forth, game went over for us. Uh, now against Oregon, they want to battle out in the trenches 
it'll go under the 57. So Stanford plus eight, under 57 points. Right. And I'll focus because that Utah State, Utah State game is on. But I'm going to turn off the TV. So you got Boston College plus 16 against Clemson. Another inflated number. Clemson is not good at all. Uh, I shouldn't say that. They have a great defense and a horrible offense. Their former offensive coordinator is the head coach of the school that I graduated from, the University of South Florida. And, and the guy they've had forever, but it's been co offensive coordinators uh, kind of lost their rhythm. They have a young quarterback. They have a bad, inexperienced offensive line. So that's why they're not able to score enough to win, even though they have a great defense. But since the offense sucks so bad, uh, since the offense sucks so bad, the defense has been on the field way, way way too long and they get tired late in games that's why they lost in overtime to uh north carolina state boston college they basically have a pro coach who coached in the nfl coached at ohio state did a great job at boston college uh, i forget how to pronounce his name but it's an italian name he's the head coach of uh, colorado state he's famous for recruiting you know bruising type guys so this line i see it now yeah it's at 15 so you want to get it at 15 nice comfortable number uh it's going to go under 46 points so i'm feeling really good about these picks to make a lot of money redeem friday night <laughs> but i got a chance to break you even i'm going to record it watch it after the podcast how about Mississippi plus 15 against Alabama? A grudge match, lame Kiffin. Gotta figure out how to score on them. Alabama seems to always win these games, but we don't care about winning. We care about uh, covering the spread. And the over-under was way high, uh, like 79. Uh, I wouldn't touch it, but I would touch uh, Mississippi getting some late touchdowns to be able to cover the spread, right? Uh, so we got Mississippi plus 15, Oregon State on the money line against Washington. Uh, that's gonna be a great game. Uh, encourage everybody to watch Faith Family Football. We did with Chad Nolan, his brother. Uh, he, Chance Nolan, it's 3-0, 70% uh, pass completion. And if he would have played the Purdue game, they would have won. This is going to, you know, rough and tumble, fist fight uh, game. Just a bruising uh, conference game between Oregon State and Washington. Great game last year. It's going to be a great game this year. Washington won by a touchdown uh, last year. Real close game. I think the reversal happened this time. Looking at it objectively, taking emotion out of it, because I do like Chance. I do like Chad, who's on the podcast. I love them to death. Looking at it objectively, uh, I see a very close game with Chance 
in Oregon State pulling it out, right? So Oregon State on the money line, Georgia, Arkansas. Uh, the reason Georgia is going to cover the 17 points is a coaching grudge between Hamlin and Kirby Smith. Uh, Sam Pittman stole his assistant coaches. Uh, Kirby Smart is smart. He's a Mensa member. Uh, you, can, you tell when you look at coaches, right? Because all they all lie to you, right? So it's almost like looking at politicians as they really are. You look at the body language. You look at the details of what they say, what they bring up randomly, or they're not really thinking. Kirby Smart uh, really was making fun of Arkansas. Uh, making fun of their recruiting, making fun of their super seniors. And it is because of that grudge, right? It kind of spilled out with him and boiling over. Probably done some extra game planning, some extra spying or whatever they do. Because remember, these guys come out of the Billy Cheat, Satan um, coaching tree. So they have their private discussions. They, by all means, right? They say, uh, uh, whatever you have to do to win. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. By any means necessary, is what I meant to say. So take Georgia minus 17 under 49 points. And the last game we're going to look at is going to be probably pretty much the worst uh, coach college football. Now that Clay Helton is gone, uh, Durrell at Colorado. They're playing USC every time a Pac-12 team plays USC is a big game. USC cannot stop the run. The best thing Colorado does is run. So I expect a very low scoring game, but there's a lot of money coming on USC. So do your research. I'm going to do my research and I'll post my five-year-old thought on it on Twitter. But right now I'm looking at Colorado plus 10, right? Under 59. Now, under 59, I'm pretty certain enough because I've been following both teams. Uh, and that number is way high. So under 59 points, under 59 points. All right. So there you have it. Um, let me go through them again. Louisiana Monroe plus 36. Uh, Washington State Cal minus seven Cal under 52. <clears throat> Uh, Stanford plus eight, under 57 against Oregon. Boston College plus 16, under, I believe it's 49 points. Let's make sure that. Let's make sure Boston College. Boston College Eagles. Now that, I'll, that Georgia game is going to be right early in the morning. You got to be up early in the morning to watch that game. 46, 46 and a half, 47. So I'm going to say under 47. All right. Mississippi plus 15. Don't mess with that over under. Oregon State on the money line. Mississippi, Mississippi again. I don't know. I have Mississippi twice. Uh, Georgia minus. 17 under 49 and that's actually going to be the first game then one game that again i believe is a market uh inefficiency it's rutgers against 
Ohio State. Uh, Rutgers plus 15. Rutgers plus 15, Ohio State. And look for that game to go under 58. Again, another grudge match. Fiano was fired by Ryan Day over there at Ohio State. So he has a grudge match. And, you know, he's a great strategist, Chiano. Uh, he knows how to do more with uh, less. He proved that last year. Uh, coming in a coaching transition, not good knowing the guys. Doing as well as he did. He was pretty much in every game. 100% grudge match. 100% been studying Ohio State. All summer and 100% Ohio State, <clears throat> their defense, their offensive line isn't as good yet as they've been uh, years in the past. All right. So that is your college football podcast. We're close to 70%. Break even is 52.5%. We're up uh, pretty much close to $40,000 between NFL and college. College part is around $19,000. All right. So you always get more by giving than getting. We always close with Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC College Football Betting Podcast. Say the name. You say that? Yes, sir. We're going to beat your ass and recruit it. We're going to beat your ass every time they say it. You understand that? Yes, sir. Roll down.